This is Together 24-7, episode 143. Hi, everyone. This is Barry Cohen, one half of the Together 24-7 podcast. You've gotten to know us from listening to our show, but did you know that we've been in business together since 2003 and separately since 1997? We've taken our experience and knowledge from multiple successful businesses and transformed them into one company, Business Solutions for Growth. And now you can work with us directly. In just 30 days, we'll work with you to create a strategic plan with focus, clarity, and vision. We zone in on your talents, experience, desires, and skills to create the right business strategy for you so you can hit the ground running with a plan of action to take your business to the next level. For more information, go to businesssolutionsforgrowth.com or call us at 602-399-7430. That's businesssolutionsforgrowth.com or call us at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your host, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I'm Barry. I'm Catherine. How are you, Kat? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's miserable outside, though. Yes, it is. It's, it's winter in Phoenix, but it feels like winter in Seattle, or summer in Seattle. It's disgusting. It I, I don't even want to go out there. Yeah. Well, the chickens want to see you for their snacks, but other than that... We have our guests this morning, or if you're listening at, you know, night, then we have these guests tonight. And if you're listening in the afternoon, guess what? (laughs) (laughs) Carrie and and Eric Northington of Northington Fitness and Nutrition. So Carrie and Eric are both uh, fitness instructors, trainers, whip your fat ass into gear people. They're the opposite of us. They're the opposite of us. Um, Carrie holds a bachelor's degree in nursing. She has a whole other bachelor's degree in psychology. She's a certified personal trainer and a nutritionist. She's certified through the ISSA. Her passion, as is Eric's passion, is helping others achieve their goals without restriction. Carrie's also an IFBB professional athlete. She competes in the bikini division. Me too. Yeah, not, not ever in your life. Maybe when your mother had you running around the beach in your diaper, but that was about it. Oh. Uh, she's a published fitness model. She's a wife and mother of their six-year-old son, Nolan. And she's been featured in Scottsdale Health and Max Sports and Fitness magazine. You can also read uh, her ideas and thoughts on fitness because she is a fitness blogger. Eric is also certified with the ISSA. He has helped hundreds of clients lose weight and get fit in the past decade that he's been a personal trainer. Now, they've been in business together almost two years. Uh, Eric, you've been a fitness trainer for 10 years. Carrie, how long have you been a fitness trainer for? I would about four years now. About four years now. Okay. So mm-hmm. um, so you guys started this business together. Um, Eric, you love to incorporate full body workouts as well as body pop. Body part splits. Ow. Ow. I know. That hurts. Like when I was young and a twirler, I could do the splits, but not now. I could never do a split. Yeah, never no, never no wanted to. Pardon? I, I, pardon? 
No splits here. No splits here. So you want to get your clients in the best shape possible. Absolutely. You are also filming season two of Fit to Fat to Fit for uh, the channel A&E. You have... <laughs> this is my dream job, okay? You have to gain as much weight as possible in four months. That's like my dream job. Okay, just eat shit. I um, can do that. I could do that too. But then you're going to lose that weight with one of your clients who's also a dear friend. Is it easier for you because you already started as fit and your body knows what, you know, like how to get back there? Is it easier for your client because their body is like, oh, okay, this is something new. I'm willing to get rid of the fat. How does that work? Well, right now I'm kind of in between fit and fat. Okay. Way back down. Um, But I would say more than because I was fit before, it's more of a mentality. And just the the mindset of the entire thing that probably makes it easier for me because I enjoy it. So when it's something you enjoy, it's just a lot easier to talk yourself into every day. Got it. Okay, so easier in a mental state, not necessarily easier because of physical whatever, you know, that you're already fit or your body wants to do something different, etc. So tell us, guys, um, how do you do it? How did you guys decide to start in your business together? What made you think that you could do this without killing each other, especially being two people who pump weight and, you know, could probably... Pump weight? Did you say pump weight? Pump weights? Iron. Pump iron. Okay. Pump weight. Hey. I love it. Spoken like it. a true pseudo-couch potato. Pseudo-couch potato. Uh, it was actually funny how it all began because Eric was working for a company, uh, Orange Theory Fitness, and he sort of wanted to go out on his own and do his own thing. So we, I was at the time online coaching and doing nutrition and diet plans. And when he decided to go and do his own thing with the in-person training, we felt like, wow, hey, we could join forces right now and make a really great program together. And he could be in charge of the in-person training aspect. And I could be in charge of all of the online. And we just decided, let's give this a try. But it's funny that you mentioned, you know, without killing each other, that wasn't our initial thought at all until our friends and family were reminding us that that could be a possibility. So I think that after we realized how much we'd be working together is when it dawned on us that it potentially could be a little bit of a sticky situation, but it's been going really well. Yeah. I mean, I think it's gone a lot smoother than, um, expected. Like I said, like she said in the beginning, like neither one of us had any fear of there being issues. Like it just never even, you know, crossed our minds. And then from hearing, kind of horror stories from people, we started to kind of wonder like, well, shit, how bad is, how bad could this be? But it really has been pretty smooth selling. It, it's sort of like uh, when you teach a child how to swim. And I used to be a swim instructor. So you teach a child how to swim. And as long as the flipping parents aren't in the room, child <laughs> has absolutely no fear whatsoever. They learn how to swim. As soon as, unfortunately, usually mom comes in, you know, comes into the uh, pool room and goes, ah, you're going to drown. The kids stop swimming. She would never swimming. do that. 
well, not you, but you know, the kids <laughs> would stop swimming and you know, these, these strong little swimmers would just sink to the bottom. I'm like, mm, now I got to jump in the pool. Great. So until somebody told you that there might be a problem, there was no problem with you two working together. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is so true. That is so true. So now, so Carrie, you basically started the business then. You were the entrepreneur first. Were either of you entrepreneurs before this adventure together? No. That's the part that's funny. I always joke with everyone that I've learned uh, how to be an entrepreneur on YouTube. Uh, I have, you know, we, neither of us have gone to business school. We sort of have just been working. We just know what we love to do. We know that we want to help people and we've kind of been crossing bridges as we get to them. Yeah. I basically talked her into it. (laughs) She, she was full-time at at the school and, um, didn't really love being tied to a desk and she would kind of get mad at me for having much more freedom in my day as I would come and go just as I had clients and never like set times when I had to be there. And it took me probably about a year of every single day telling her to just quit and not go back before she finally listened to me. So it took you a year to convince her, but you finally did it. And now Carrie, you do programs online and um, Eric, you do programs in person in your studio in beautiful Chandler, Arizona. What kind yes. of programs? Well, I wanted to know. Yeah, sorry, Eric, I just cut you off. But yeah, well, I wanted to first know a little bit about Carrie and what kind of online programs that you do, and then Eric, tell us a little bit about the in-person programs you do. Online, I have nutrition guidance. Uh, I teach clients basically how to count macros. So macros are the protein, carbs, and fats that are in your food so that when they learn what is in the foods that they love, they can fit them into their diet in a way that they could still reach their goals. I think a lot of reasons why diets fail is when people go back to eating the things that they love. They don't really know how to eat them in the amounts that they should to maintain their goals. So I work with clients a lot with the nutrition aspect and then Online, we also create training programs that fit their lifestyles because very, you know, in today's day and age, everyone's so busy that some people may only have, I only have 30 minutes, three times a week. So we'll create a program that's like that. I only want to work out at home. I only have this equipment. I only have access to this equipment. What can we do? So we really try and customize things so that they can get the best results with the lifestyle instead of trying to make your lifestyle fit our program. And Eric, in person, what do you guys do? Yeah, so in person, um, the majority of my day is working just one-on-one with people or a semi-private of like two people at a time. Um, And then I have a a few group workouts a week as well as a boot camp we do on uh, Sunday mornings uh, just out at one of our community parks as a little bonus add-on. It's, like she said, extremely custom custom fit for each person, for each client, uh, set on, on their goals, how often they can come in. Um, you know, uh, we have everything from, you know, people like Carrie in extremely good shape, uh, that have been doing it for a long time, all the way down to people that maybe have never stepped foot in the gym before. So it's not, like we have just like one specific set of people that we work with. We really just want to make sure that we're um, 
able to put out a program that's going to be specific to each person. All right. So besides nutrition, um, which sounds like Carrie's division as, and workout sounds like both of you. Now let's talk the nitty gritty of business, the advertising, the marketing, the networking, the, the books, the accounting, who does what, and how did you decide on that division of labor? Well, kind of like the, the bio that you read in the beginning, um, this was me completely, um, kind of out kicking my coverage <laughs> and like you saw, she is definitely the, the brains of all of that. Well, that was sweet, babe. Thanks. Um, she, she definitely heads almost all of our marketing and promotion, uh, whether it be from Facebook or actual flyers. Uh, she, literally even went through like YouTube and learned how to make our website. So she is by far um, the person that tackles and, and does the majority of that. I think it's easy in the sense that I don't mind being on the computer. I'm a little bit faster with email and the web aspect of things in the marketing when it comes to that. And it works out great with that division because once I send anyone to Eric his programs are so amazing. They, you know, all he needs to do is get the people in front of them. So we sort of divided it up in that respect where since I'm working so much online, I have more free time to do some of the behind the scenes and the accounting and the bookkeeping, marketing, such things. And then, um, he'll do everything in person, which is a lot more time of a commitment in the studio. So we sort of, it kind of just fell into place naturally. Don't you, what do you say, Eric? Yeah, I mean, you know, like yesterday, for example, I, or like this morning, I left the house at five o'clock. I was pretty much straight through with clients till about noon. I'll have this three hour break and then I'll be back from like three to seven or eight. And so the majority of that time I have someone actually like physically in front of me. So it's been kind of tough for me to help as much as I would like to with the marketing stuff, because really the only time I touch the computer is when I'm writing our online training programs. Um, pretty much everything else, every other component of our online stuff outside of the actual training programs and um, ebook trainers that we, that, that we have, pretty much everything else she does. And you truly bootstrapped I mean, you carry the definition of bootstrapping the business with going online, researching everything and teaching it to yourself. So congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. And congratulations on being out of the house at 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, no. Um, I'm definitely not a morning person, and people say you get used to it. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this time of year when it's dark out when you wake up. Oh, it's, like, oh, it's horrible. Uh, now, it's dark at home when it's dark. Yeah. Um, now, in within your two years that you've been in business together, what has been your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement and how did you work through it? I think that you hit the nail on the head when you asked kind of about the behind the scenes of the marketing and such, because I was feeling until Eric was more full on his schedule, our disagreement was who how to divide what we were doing appropriately and if I could suggest to any other couples working together, I think if you really capitalize on your strengths and try and focus on bringing that to the table and not keeping tabs of who you think did more, I think it's hard in marriages in general to not do that, sort of keep tabs 
and feel like, oh, well, today I did X, Y, and Z. What did you do? Um, if you focus on your strengths and just that you're both contributing and what your goals are, then you're less likely to feel any type of, I feel like I did more than you today. But I think until we figured out what our roles were going to be and we both filled up because I seemed to be a little bit busier when everything kicked off than Eric was in person, um, that was a little bit of a struggle for us. And did that carry over into your personal life? Yes. <laughs> I think that it's, I think it's very hard, um, to not let something like your business, where your focus is to not carry into your personal life. You try and leave work at work, but when so much of it is online and we're working hours where we're also working from our home, it's easy to blend the boundaries on that. Yeah. In the beginning, um, it was and this was really when she was still working full-time at the school and we weren't really sure what direction we were going. I also, at this point, I say wasted about six months getting my real estate license. And I was kind of just overcommitted because I didn't have enough time to really build either avenue enough. So I didn't have enough time to put into the real estate to grab clients and listings there. But then even the 15, 20, 30 hours a week I was spending there was taken away from time to where I couldn't take clients enough to fill up. And I think that was kind of the big um, switch when that went off. And I kind of put the real estate on the shelf and I opened my schedule up more and just dove completely in. Then I was able to free up more time. I was able to fill clients. And then I feel like everything started to kind of fall into place. Yeah, that's something that we actually teach our clients as well. If you're trying to do too many things and if not, they're not in alignment with what you really want to do, you're putting all of your effort in this business to help support the other business, but the other business is what you really want to do and you're not making the money there. If you actually just focus on the business you want to, the money's coming. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. You know, I can't agree with that more. I feel like the I saw a quote when we were going through that time and it was, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And that really hit home for us because at the time, you know, I was trying to still hang on to my full-time nursing job. Eric was trying to get into real estate, but ultimately where our passion lies was in this fitness business. And once we cleared the distractions and focused, it started to become more of the vision that we'd been hoping for. Oh, Carrie, I'm using you on our next commercial. <laughs> that is that is exactly, you know, here, let me beat it into your head again. Oh, I could use that yeah. because they're big and strong and they have... And anyway. they could beat the heck out of anybody. <laughs> they would beat the heck out of anybody to beat it in. And they both look better in a bikini than I do. Than either of well, us. it's hard though. I think it's hard for everyone because there's that, that fear factor involved of letting go of in my case, the stable income to go for what I really wanted. That was difficult. And then with Eric, real estate, it seems you'll have so many people have perceptions of things the same as couples working together where they felt as though real estate would be more lucrative. So that's what you should pursue. And what would you ever amount to as a personal trainer? Unfortunately, there's a lot of stigmas. So when we were listening to everyone else and not listening to our hearts, we were being led down all of these crazy different paths. And that's when we were basically about to kill each other. And once we started focusing on what we wanted most and tuning out maybe people that meant well, but weren't saying the most supportive things, uh, we really started to succeed. 
So here, here's this is sounds like it's going to be totally off topic, but it's not. So one day when we, uh, my mom and I went to my cousin's house in California, and she was uh, making up the guest room bed. My mom and I were putting it together. She was talking, and she came over and started making the bed. And my mother just went, no! And the two of us jumped, and my mother said, no, no, no. Nanny, who was her mother, our grandmother, Nanny always told us three people can't make a bed. And actually, you know, so we looked at each other. But I actually, hope this is going somewhere. It is, because here's the, th- here's the thing. It, you know, it's two people in the marriage. It's two people when you're a couple in business. It's the two of you are the bosses. It is the two of you deciding which direction you're going and how you're going to get there. And when everybody else comes in with their opinion and everybody else is trying to tell you what's best for them, it's not best for you. You can mm-hmm. hire people to coach you. You can listen to advice, but you don't necessarily need to take the advice of everybody else jumping in, three people making a bed. So that crazy Italian superstition that. actually means something. It does. <laughs> wow. I feel as though I'm right with you with my Italian family. I'm like, I think I've heard this story. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Welcome to my world. This is what I get to hear. I'm also not allowed to put shoes on the bed, but that's something completely table, different. Table, You can't put them on the table. Table or couch. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Or counter. 100%. I'm not talking about when they're on your feet. I'm talking about just, you know, when you're getting dressed right. in the morning. Yeah. Something you know, about a corpse or something. That's I right. don't know. Okay. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> so now that we spoke about some of the, the bad sides of working together, tell us some of the joys that you guys experience being together 24-7. Eric, do you want to go? Well, I mean, it's, I know this is going to sound like corny and cliche, but it doesn't seem like work. Like nothing, um, our, our day-to-day, the things that we do together, I mean, it's kind of the stuff that we did from the beginning before we were getting paid. It would, you know, everything that's just wrapped up in our business is what we enjoy doing. Um, so don't get me wrong, you know, maybe when we're, you know, putting together like the, the new app that we're putting out and it's sitting in front of a computer for eight hours straight doing programming. Okay. Yeah. That part's not fun, but any of it that we do together, like it really just doesn't seem like work. Um, it's just more of, it, it seems like a, like a hobby or something that, that we would kind of do without getting paid. Yeah, I agree with that. And we have a chance to spend a lot more time together. I was feeling when I was working at the school full time, we were sort of ships passing in the night. I would get home and then he would go back to work. We didn't get to spend that much time together. And we are busy now where we don't see each other with free time downtime. And a lot of the times that we're spending together is within our business working, but just being able to connect and spend that time together, I think is so important because it's very easy to disconnect and drift apart when you're married, in my opinion. Well, let me ask then if, if you guys weren't together, do you think you'd be doing what you're doing now? Would you be in the uh, nutrition and fitness field? Uh, Well, I mean, I think that I probably would because it's what, I've done for the majority of my adult life. Um, I think I kind of Carrie's always been somebody who was athletic and worked out, but I think I was a little bit of an influence in her into taking a much bigger step into it. Um, 
so I mean, I know like me personally, this is pretty much the only thing I've ever done outside of a few years at Wells Fargo. So this is definitely the only thing that I've ever done that I enjoyed. Yeah, I agree. I think that I would have stayed in nursing full time. I do love being a nurse. I just love this more. And I don't, I would have never gone for it without Eric's encouragement. So I, I have to say that 100%, I attribute that to, to Eric, but I also think that Eric would be probably not his own boss because I think with the both of us encouraging each other, we sort of built everything and, you know, we, we've really pushed each other to do things like try and sign up for fit to fat to fit season two (laughs) or decide to make an app. And I think that if we were separate, if we weren't together, we wouldn't have had the guts to do some of the things that we're able to do with our forces combined, even though that sounds like the power Rangers or something. (laughs) No, no. I mean, that that's what makes you a great couple. You, you get to push each other and both going for the same goal. So that's, that is awesome. Now tell our listeners one or two things that you guys do to separate your business time from your family time. That's actually something that we've been talking about more lately that we know we need to do more of. Um, like, do you have a class on that? Right. <laughs> so, like, with this first Maybe. year, like we've been so um, kind of engulfed in what can we do to hurry up and get this thing to grow that we definitely have not lately spent enough time just enjoying each other um, as we should. Well, it does sound yeah. like you enjoy each other just in your day-to-day activity. Yeah, so, then, so There's Nolan. There's mm-hmm. He's six, yeah. and he needs a lot of attention at six. Right. right. They, you mean like the cats need attention? Right. So then he asks a question, and he goes, but why? But why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But why? Exactly. But why? I, that's it. It's so true. We joke that he's, you know, it's mom, 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 and then why, why, why? But that is something that it's with the business, with it being, um, online, that's an, an amazing thing. It's very convenient, but at the same time, you don't have office hours. So it's very easy to let boundaries blur and let some of business come into family time or dinner time, or when it's you, I should be, you know, all of us should be spending time as a family and I need to be off the computer. And then with our cell phones now having so much access and how you were saying with marketing, sometimes you can get in that never stop hustling mode and we're really working on scheduling out and setting boundaries and not working at certain times when we need to be more present as a family. And here is your free piece of advice. Nobody in the flipping world needs to do 50 pushups at 3am. Nobody. (laughs) So just keep that in mind. Except if it's it's 3am, if it's 3am here and like, I don't know, 10 a.m. over in Europe. Video. 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 Download the darn video. Yeah. And there's, it's, that's the thing. It's never an emergency. And that's, I used to get very anxious with the business because I wanted to be available at anyone's beck and call instantaneously for any email and realizing it's okay. I don't have to answer this email back immediately. It's okay. I can have dinner with my son. We can all do homework together, those kind of things. It's getting better. The first year, it was just a little difficult to balance everything out. And now we're, we're getting in a groove. Yeah. And for the first year, you're always in that always hustle mode. Uh, it, that That's just this, a startup. You know, that's what happens. But yeah, you're, you're learning. I mean, it, this is great. It, it's 
for our listeners, they're hearing the progression. This is, you know, in business almost two years. And it, yeah, the first year is tough. The second year is a little bit easier. There's a little bit more time. The third year, you're getting smarter and realizing that your phone actually has a do not disturb function on it. You know, mm-hmm. l- little things like that really help things along. Yes. Now, switching gears a little bit, uh, are there any books that either of you have read that have really made an impact on your entrepreneurial careers? I love The Little Black Book of Fitness Business Success by Pat Rigsby. That was probably my number one book that helped me with everything to start off. And I know that it's a fitness business type book, so it may not apply to everyone listening. But in that book, there's also great principles that I'm sure will transfer. Another thing that I sort of learned reading some of these business books is to you don't need to only look at what your particular business is and why it's working. You can look at other businesses and what they're doing and see how they could apply to your business. So it's probably a great read. It's not very long for anybody, even if you're not in fitness. And Eric? Um, I do nowhere near as much actual book reading. Um, I am a lot more of a podcast guy myself. Okay. Uh, Can I suggest together 24 seven as the podcast to listen to? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like almost daily I will tell Carrie about something that really struck a nerve in whoever was on a guest on whatever podcast it was I was listening to that day. And like she said, sometimes it won't even be something necessarily fitness related, but more of just like a, a mindset um, principle that, that like I pick up on or some sort of just uh, function of, of keeping, you know, the, the main thing, the main thing. And um, I feel just the um, it, it's a lot easier for me to go about my day and kind of multitask while I listen, as opposed to just sit down and spend the time reading. Um, I've even gone as far as now pretty much anytime I'm in my car, there's never music unless Carrie's in the car. Um, it's always podcast. Uh, a lot of my workouts, if it's just me are, are, are podcasts because with as much time as I spend with clients, I find it a lot easier to be able to kind of get that mental growth in while I'm, doing something else are there any specific podcasts that you listen to regularly because we'll we'd love to let our listeners know what they are uh i mean one uh, a couple of my my favorite that i do that that are fitness related is uh mark bell's Powercast. uh my, my one of my favorite things of that is they're extremely real like not, not a lot of punches pulled and they don't focus like even though the majority of what they do personally is powerlifting they have CrossFit people and bodybuilders and um, UFC and boxer. Like, like they, they kind of span all across the, the fitness industry. Um, you know, some things will translate, some things won't. Um, but that's, you know, definitely the, my, my go-to. You know, they, they do one episode a week. So, you know, it's always, uh, you know, like a – looking forward to to Wednesday or Thursday when when I know that new episode is going to come out um but yeah that that's that that would definitely be my go to as far as like what I listen to the most um especially now with 
you know, social media and, you know, podcasts in general and, you know, YouTube sensations and whatnot, they, they just have a lot of people on that kind of just share things that work and really, really help. And it seems to me, it's, it's a lot easier to kind of relate to people that may either be in a similar situation to you or were in a situation that you are in that have been able to, to grow, to grow through that. Well, that's, that's terrific. And I think what you said about multitasking with the podcast is great because you just have it on the background. Um, yeah. And I'm sure your clients are happy that you don't listen to them while you're working out with them because, you know, they probably don't care. <laughs> right. 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 Now, if, if you guys can give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would it be? I think my number one piece of advice would be if you're in business together with your spouse, hash out what your strengths are and pursue those. If there's something in your business that neither of you want to do that you both cannot stand and you're arguing over it, think about outsourcing that item. It's not worth having conflict in your business um, over delegating tasks. There's always a way to figure out how to delegate them so that you can get along really great and things will just flow. Absolutely. I think you guys sound exactly like our clients after they go through our courses. <laughs> you're, you're, just, you're just basically right in sync with what we teach. So that's fantastic. Well, that's good news. That, that's, I mean, it took a while to get to that point. You know, I know we've only been in business for two years, but when you're butting heads about certain things, it can seem like a really long first year. <laughs> <laughs> that 14 month first year. I, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. All right. So let's, uh, let's get to a little bit more personal fun stuff. The food round guys, what is your favorite meal to cook together or what's your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Eric? Well, I, I do the, the majority of the, the cooking, I would say, for, for us um, as far as like meal prepping goes on what we eat on like a daily basis. Um, I light up the, the barbecue at least twice a week. Um, I tell her all the time that the best money we spent in the entire remodel in the house was putting the, the gas grill right out the back door. Because I literally cook nothing in the house ever. I think our favorite meal at home would be Eric makes an amazing tri-tip on the grill. And then wouldn't you say if we were going out to eat that going to Blue Wasabi and having sushi is our favorite? Yeah, uh, I would say definitely, you know, some combination of, of, the, of the meat, whatever we're throwing on the, on the grill that specific day. Um, but yeah, when we are able to take some us time, it's, it's usually to go see Jim at Blue Wasabi. I, I do have a question though. When you're Eric, when you're in that four month getting fat session for this for the TV show, what are you eating? Uh -huh. That was uh, a disaster. Well, yeah, that was a bit of a disaster because then um, Carrie felt like she was um, in a in a, like a starvation camp. I gained because, sympathy weight because <laughs> I, I wasn't making and prepping the majority of the food that she eats. Um, so yeah, like my, my go-tos, like I, I cooked very little, uh, during the time because eating things like chicken and steak and potatoes and rice, they're so voluminous and that it's, it's tough 
He ate a dozen donuts a day. Overeat on stuff like that. So I, I had to get away from cooking and it went a lot more to whatever fast food I passed between here and the studio. Um, it was, you know, pizza places on speed dial. It was, you know, really just convenient food by the end of it. I, I am probably the worst person to do this Get Fat show because I have zero emotional attachment to food. I could eat a thousand calories a day much easier than 6,000. And so it was literally a, a full-time job trying to talk myself into eating all day long like that. So by the end, it literally just turned into a convenience thing. And whatever fast food joint I, I passed on, on the way to work where I could stop and, and grab a quick 2,000 calories. I'm just banging my head into the He literally <laughs> He literally ate a dozen donuts a day. Literally. That's awesome. I started the call liking you guys. Well, I, <laughs> I, I still like you, Carrie. Thanks. Eric, I mean, I wanted so to much. eat all of those donuts. I have a huge emotional attachment to food. I grew up Italian. Because I you're Italian. This. Because food yes. is everything. Are you sad? Uh, yes. Eat this. That's are you happy? Yes. Eat this. And eat there this. are happy foods and sad foods. There are certain And they're foods, all pasta. There are certain foods. <laughs> well, it depends on what you put on the pasta. There are certain <laughs> foods for certain occasions... And that's just the way it is. Yes. And every morning it seemed like the big conversation that my grandma and her sister would have is what are you cooking for dinner tonight? Everything revolved around food. So it was hard for me to watch Eric gain weight because, you know, I wanted to live vicariously. Like you said, I wanted to be on the show. I'm like, pick me, let me do this. But I don't like the weight loss portion. So it wouldn't have been good for me, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Would have been good TV anyway. There you go. That's true. Last question, guys. Red white or beer I don't get it okay can can I go with the hard stuff you can uh, go with the hard stuff what is it what what is your drink of choice oh drinks yeah uh, uh, <laughs> I may or may not yeah. have I may or may not have a, a predisposition to loving my alcohol so <laughs> go ahead what is your drink of choice Eric go ahead Carrie my favorite is red wine dry red wine beautiful beautiful and absolutely without question, Jack and Coke. And there you have it, and folks. There you have it. Let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll have our pet peeve of the day. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24 7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30 day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there. So where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. 
And we're back with the pet peeve of the day. Um, we have a pet peeve, and it was a little confusing in the beginning, but the pet peeve wasn't against the person or well, or let's let's hear, let's hear the Carrie. What's your pet peeve? Yeah, I know. Now I'm feeling so bad about it. But my pet peeve is we have an Akita, and there's always dog hair tumbleweed in our house, just blowing through the house. That's my pet peeve. Well, you know, yeah. she made it clear that when she first told us, it was, "What's your pet peeve, dogs?" <laughs> I should have elaborated. <laughs> so now the, the the poor Akita can't control his shedding or her shedding. Also, they're slobbering, aren't they? Slobbery dogs, Akita. No, he doesn't. He doesn't slobber that much. No, just just the pet hair. Just the, just hair. the hair. Lots and lots and he lots of hair. He got a haircut. He got a haircut though. It's going better. Yeah, see, this was much easier to manage when she was at the school because I would have a lunch. I could come home and vacuum the hair up. But now I wake up, go to the gym. She wakes up and she's here in it. And she doesn't want to sit with the hair until I get home. And I can't run the vacuum at four in the morning when I leave. So uh, I'm kind of stuck in a pickle. Well, to no. make myself sound a little less like a, an animal hater, I'm allergic to dogs. Ah. And planet Earth. And basically the earth. <laughs> well, let, let me, Eric, I'm going to help you out here for a second, okay? Because you can't yeah. run the vacuum at 4 a.m. We understand that. And Carrie doesn't want to sit in dog hair all day. Well, Carrie, when you wake up, run the vacuum. That's what I do. <laughs> okay, then. Problem solved. Problem no, solved. No, because then there's animosity about my dog. Yeah, but no, now I have the five-minute journal. And now that I've opened my five-minute journal... I'm less angry about vacuuming because I'm positive and I'm grateful. Well, and I'm sure the dog loves you. Yeah, the dog does. The dog does love me. It's starting to be more mutual as time passes. <laughs> but with so much sinus pressure, it was difficult at first. But we're, we're working it out for sure. I just think it would be great if we could shave him completely bald. But that he wouldn't like that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Here's 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 a little bit of piece of advice, you know, from from me to you. When I've got to go about in the backyard and take the chickens, open up one of their wings and clip the excess feathers from their wings so that they don't fly over the fence that we built for them. They don't like it, but I do it anyway because I'm the mommy. <laughs> Eric's going to come back to like Mr. Bigglesworth as his dog. I am. I am. Say Catherine said it was fine. I am sure when Nolan says, but I want this kind of a haircut. When, when you go to the barber shop, you say, no, I'm the mommy. And the haircut that I tell you to get is the one that you're going to get. Same thing with the dog. When you take it to the pet groomer, you tell them to shave it down as much as is possible for, for safety reasons. I know that some dogs need a certain amount of hair. You know, you don't want to go down to the skin. You don't want to give them like a marine crew cut or anything like that. But how much hair can you take off that the dog is okay and safe and not biting in his skin and that it has a minimal amount of hair for me? Take that much off because what's the answer, Carrie? Oh, I know. I know. I'm the mommy, Excellent. and you get the I'm haircut mommy. that I want. That's right. I want to I go back to Nolan getting the haircut, and I want to know if that's how it really happens, though. Because <laughs> I always take him. 
I think that it's, it's funny though, because, um, the issue is Eric wanted more of the hair on the dog. Cause he thinks he looks more beautiful that way. No, he said he woke up with a hangover and he needs hair of the dog. Right. That's the, that was it. <laughs> you, you misunderstood. You I misunderstood mis- completely. <laughs> so with all of that being said, we have Carrie and Eric Northington. It is Northington fitness and nutrition. You can find them both online and we'll have all that information for you, northingtonfitnessandnutrition.com. That'll be on the show notes. As well as if you're here in uh, the Phoenix metropolitan area, they've got a studio in Chandler, Arizona, and we'll have that information online as well. Carrie, Eric, thank you so much for being our guests today and for sharing uh, what it's like to be at the beginning of a new business with, you know, with the one you love and the one who is now your business partner. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you very much. And we'll catch everyone next time. Bye-bye. Bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas resources and offers for your business and don't forget to click on our sponsors links as well do you own a business with your sweetheart we'd love to hear from you email us at guests at together 247.net and don't forget we have a new episode every monday and every thursday so go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening